We are worse than we were. Me and you, we are. Giving your word to those men back at the bar. I mean, it's what it took. Yeah, but... That was something else. That was something wrong for you. And we crossed into it because... Because... We've both lost everything. Everything good. Why does it matter if we spend whatever's left on keeping people alive? Because we haven't lost everything. Not yet. We have. And we can't go back. So let's just finish this. This is Zombies Ate My Podcast. We are broadcasting to you alive from the Zamp Command Center here in almost spring Vermont, where it's taking us a little over a year to end this war. But apparently in the Walking Dead universe, it was 28 days from when they first met Negan. My name is Bob Fournier, and joining me as always, we have the busy zombie lord himself, Lou Page. 28 days? I thought it was like three seasons. No, it was uh, apparently about less than a month for all that to unfold in the in the Walking Dead universe. That's what everyone's saying online. Hmm. Um, uh, I call BS on that. <laughs> well, I believe than, it. It's just they poorly illustrated. That's all. <laughs> it just felt like a long month, and that voice you heard was Canada's own Reginald Murphy. Reginald, the Reginalator. The the regulator, Ryan Murphy. Regulating. Beep boop up. Beep boop bop. Um, so you fed him spaghetti. That's great. Um, I I just like the fact that every episode of The Walking Dead has some sort of great food item that I can talk about now. <laughs> Even Fear the Walking Dead's going to be getting into that. So, but we got beans. We, we'll get into that in a second, right? Yeah, beans or beans. I got beans <laughs> and I can make popcorn. M and powdered C. You always need M and powdered C. Yeah. Um. So it happened. The yeah. end of the war. It's over. I mean, it's over. The The show's done. It's That was a it, pretty uneventful episode. <laughs> no, I disagree wholeheartedly. So we have, well. we have two things that happened. Uh, we have the Walking Dead season eight finale, mm-hmm. and then we have the Fear of the Walking Dead premiere, all in one night. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're like me, you watch one, and then the next day you watch the other. Um, it was pretty late. Me, I, just, I just watched back both back-to-back, like, Two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, then they should be fresh for you. Yep. Um, so we're going to start this episode. Uh, we're going to start it with... Uh, we're going to talk about the season finale of The Walking Dead and then chronologically skip over to Fear the Walking Dead, which seems to be at the exact same time frame as The Walking Dead now. Um, so there, there's some crossover wor- uh, world going on there. But mm-hmm. we're going to skip the zombie news. The news right now is the war is over, and uh, we're here to talk about it. So you guys ready to dive in? Let's do it. Let's do it. You're going to be evidence. The 
we're making a civilization. Something like what we had. Something we're gonna get back. And you get to watch it happen. And you get to see how wrong you were about what people can be, about what life can be. You, alive, is gonna help show people that things have changed. That keeping you breathing earns another way, a better way. That's the part you'll play. So after all this, maybe you're good for something. Good for something. When's the last time we had a premiere slash finale mm-hmm. of The Walking Dead where nobody important died? Never. I don't think we have. No, we haven't. We just, I don't think we just we broke the mold. Like it, we because were all the, waiting for it. it and the, I think yeah. it's kind of the point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're all waiting for it. And uh, I think last time. We got two deaths, and they were like, "All right, maybe a little much," but um, <laughs> you know, it's uh, now it's now it's no one. Um, yeah, this, this is a show about exits, right? And that's something that has been established for the last, you know, nine years. Uh, is this is a show about exits? We're always talking about who's going to die, or who who's mm. going out this episode. Oh, you know, this person's up, this person's up, and. And the fact that we get an episode, and I and I watched a bit of The Talking Dead, I was able to catch that, and they talk about it, it like it's a turning point for the comics, it's a turning point for the show, and that they, you know, shit still hits the fan, but this is a turning point, and then it's going to be, it's going to be different from here on out, uh, hopefully. I, I mean, I haven't read the comics, but... You know, they, I get the sense that they're queuing up huh. season nine to be something different, you know, a new beginning yeah. sort of thing. I, I think so. I think um, <clears throat> it's going to be very different with Carl being dead um, for this point going forward because um, he plays a huge role in the comics. Now, we'll, we'll talk about the episode. We'll break it down because as, as good as the episode was, Lou's words were uneventful. And I don't disagree, mm-hmm. but I also don't think it was bad either. No, um, I'm not saying I'm not saying it was bad. It was not. It, it, for me, it was nice to see everything go right for once for our heroes, because my gripe the whole season has been that literally every time they get the upper hand, Negan wins. Every time they think they're gonna beat Negan, Negan wins. And 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 I never see. I never understand how Negan gets the upper hand, except that the story gives Negan the upper hand, you know? Yeah. Like, Negan seems to win against all odds all the time. They can have him surrounded, and magically he wins. And this episode... Yeah, and this episode, it's literally, like, everything goes wrong for Negan completely. Yeah. And and, 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 and what's supposed to be a battle turns into everybody going... I surrender. Like, yeah, there really I, isn't a fight. There's no. not. And it's funny because um, I think it's indicative of uh, of Negan being a a solid leader. I don't want to say he's a good guy, but he's a solid leader for things to always go his way. You know what I mean? Like, he just he finds a way. And yeah. um, 
I think it, it's it's interesting because the whole episode, not a lot happened, but I felt good about it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like we were right. I think last week we were all, we were all talking about how Eugene's going to put a stop to the war. Um, it, you know, was the, and it was the only way that it was going to end. Once I saw them all lined up, like ready to shoot all the Rick's group, I was like, oh, dude, none of the guns are going to work. We were right. We called that one, you know? Yeah. Um, which was, I think, a little bit predictable, but I think it was supposed to be. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, we just saw, like like Lou said, seeing the downfall of Negan where he thinks he has the upper hand and he finally doesn't was interesting. So there's not a lot of scenes to talk about. There's <laughs> there's some funny scenes where, <laughs> like, we could talk about – um how Gabriel was forced to come along with Negan and Eugene mm-hmm. and um, he tries to escape only to get caught again. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's like, why? Why? Yeah, it was you kind know? of like this non sequitur where it's like he rolls out of the car, which was fun to see, and yeah. and then he's running around and he's like, and Negan's like, he can't see for shit, so it shouldn't be a problem to get him. And sure enough, he gets him. And, and maybe they're using that scene to drive in that like, you know that one last stab at like yeah you saw eugene give a gun and and set up a test bullet you know to fire a a poorly drawn yeah. rick uh character uh, name great. onto <laughs> a, a shirt it, like no he's bad he's still bad and he's he's yeah. gonna be bad throughout the whole episode tee hee hee and maybe that's why that was there because gabriel doesn't really play a part outside of um uh, yeah he's just there as fodder like i've got one of yours and to make it worse i'm just gonna i'm gonna you know dandy around with, with this priest and and uh I, I don't know it's um that was a, that was a weak point for sure but to me it was like they needed an excuse to get gabriel out on the field because he's one of rick's guys and leave it to negan to always be a showboat and and to kind of show the subjugated eugene and to show the um or the converted yeah. eugene and then the subjugated you know, uh, Gabriel. Well, it, so. And it was also to throw us a loop because if if the viewer like us was suspecting that that Eugene was going to give them broken bullets, he hands Negan the gun, and the gun obviously works, and it leaves you questioning whether or not what you think is going to happen is going right. to happen. Right. Exactly. It, it it's it's literally there to set up the 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 situation. The won't they will they type. Yeah, because without that, it's like, well, of course Eugene's gonna flip. Because well, how are they gonna do the, this one? And the thing is, is, is the way the, the last episode ended is they have the plan that's not a real plan; it's a trap. Yep. And then they find the thing, and you literally are left going. These, there's no <clears throat> way for Rick and them to get out of this unless Eugene helps them. Yeah, I do like though how they were. They were very cautious and and, uh very uh skeptical of the plan right um it was they didn't blindly trust it exactly you know daryl's been very uh he's been sowing that seed that dwight still might not be all he's cracked up to be which never proved to be the case like dwight never double crossed sorry never double crossed rick in the group he was always loyal to his conversion he was yeah but they no one knew that you know no but it was nice to see. Like I didn't need him to play both sides. Uh, that was never something that 
we need no, to see. No, that that is something they would have done earlier on in the series. If this is if that Negan had been encountered like four seasons ago, five seasons ago, if he had been our big bad, they would have made they would have made him play both sides for like two seasons. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, yeah, yeah. I I for one liked Eugene's turn. I thought it it worked quite well for. For me, and even if I knew it was coming, like, and, and we kind of envisioned, like, hey, maybe him being captured by Rosita, and Rosita basically shaming him into being doing something useful with his life, and he ends up doing it, he, he I kind of believed him immediately being welcomed. It, it felt like he was immediately kind of, like, welcomed back. Like, no one, except for Rosita giving him a punch, but that was for the puke. And, like, I thought that blamed. was funny. I thought that was pretty yeah. It was good. Yeah. She <laughs> hits him, and puke. you can tell that he's trying to figure out why she's hitting him. And then yeah. he says, "When she says that's for the puke, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, I deserve he's that." Such a, he's such a great actor. I love him. Like even though I hated him this season because of him being a complete jackass, but you still love him. You know what I mean? Like well, what a great actor. The the only way at this point, the only way you can make him useful again was for him to do what he yeah. did. Like. That's that's the only way. Yeah. If he had if he had backed Negan all the way and Rick still won at the end, Eugene would not be a it would not be a character next season. I'd be looking forward to seeing. I'd be angry. No. But do you feel like now that he he proved himself on such a large scale and that he disabled all the weapons? Um, do do you feel like that kind of makes up for the fact and maybe puts yes. him back? Because if you think about it, he never actually killed anybody the whole season. Hmm. You know what yeah, I mean? He right. helped He helped the saviors, but it was never his hand orchestrating right. somebody's death. He was at a self-preservation, think, as he said, right? And I yeah. think part of that car escape scene was also to show that, like, Eugene was, like, so intent on getting him back because he knew what was going to happen. Um, yeah. Uh, you know... It is funny though. So let's let's talk about a couple key scenes out of this. So we'll get to some of the bigger ones later. But um, so the first one, the I, I mean, and then I don't want to skip this either. But I just want to briefly talk about it. Of course, Oceanside came and saved them at the uh, at the hilltop, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we knew that was going to happen. It happened. It was pretty cool. I was not expecting Molotov cocktails. To no, be honest with you. I was no, like, I, oh, I was like. I was like, wait, did they set up bombs? What's going on? And then I was like, oh, okay. And I yeah. like how they didn't dwell on it. They literally exactly. showed up through something, and it wasn't like, oh, hey, Oceanside has come to save us. It was literally like, oh, okay, hey. And that was it. And they never addressed them at the end of the, uh, end of the, the episode. You see a few of them around the hilltop, but you don't see, like them having any dialogue with anybody yeah i um so let's talk first about the big scene at the end right so you got um the rick negan finally getting alone fighting each other scene and you think it's all over you know rick's rick's on the ground negan says i'm bigger i'm badder and i got a bat um and rick kind of pleads with him to let him talk about carl's plan and rick is using Negan's emotions about Carl to his advantage there, right? Yeah. Both he like Carl knows that Negan loved or Rick Rick knows that Negan loved Carl. Yeah. And 
he's using that, obviously just using that um, to, to his advantage. Um, and you could see at the very end, both of them were just thinking about Carl. And that's when Rick, um, spoiler alert for comic book readers, uh, straight out of the comics, did the same exact thing as in the comics. I thought that was beautiful. Well done. Uh, obviously, it was a little bit different because of Carl being dead, but um, I really love that. I love how they <clears throat> just emulated that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and having not read or spoiled myself uh, by the comics, when they slit Negan's throat, I was like, holy shit, they did it. They killed Negan. Everyone's going to lose their mind. And I was kind of upset, too. It's like, what? No, in the comics, he lives. Like, why is he dead? And and I'm like, man, this is going to be quite the conversation on Zamp. Reddit's going to be on yeah. fire. And, uh, yeah. Then, <laughs> then Rick goes, save him. And that was so bad. Yeah. I love that. Also, straight out of the comic. Now, in the comics, something a little bit different happens, and I won't get into specifics, but when Rick... Th- there's one thing that could have happened in this episode, and I will get into that in a second, but uh, Rick says the same thing in the comics, and um, I thought it was great... Um, that he got to say it again, like save him, and Sadiq just goes running over to save him. Yeah, um, it was awesome. I I, yeah. I love that whole scene. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, I I mean, Lou, you um, you chimed in a little bit there, but I wanted to ask everyone, um, mainly you, Bob, in terms of the comics. You know, Carl's death. This is the end game they were playing towards with Carl's death. Do we feel, from the story point of the of the show, do we feel like his death was worth it? Uh, Carl's death? Yeah, we're, we're not gonna find out until. Yeah, we won't know. We won't know season. if it was. We won't know if it's worth it until next season. Well, okay, then let me rephrase that. Do you feel like mm-hmm. Carl? Carl's. I mean, was it worth it? Like they used Carl's death to you know for rick to survive long enough to have a conversation with negan to basically shut him up by slitting his throat and and ending the fight and then negan even says like see carl didn't know shit you know and he says that through a slit throat and that's total negan badassery so in my mind like yeah we can probably make an early judgment call on whether it was worth it because they used carl's death to justify you know, but they could have done the same thing by having them fight, and then Carl shows up and yells at Negan and get, get had Negan stop moving, and then Rick slit his throat and left him in. They could have done it a whole bunch of ways. They, it, 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 uh, this was them trying to justify Carl's death because I'm still convinced the reason Carl died is because we're going to get a time jump, and they can't have they can't age him fast enough. So if they jump five years ahead, everybody else can look a little bit older. They can, they can dirty them up a little bit. Yeah. But but Carl can't age five years. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's still gonna look like he's eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. I think honestly, I think the only way to get a variance from the show to the comics is to do something major like that and to kill a character where <clears throat> you would assume they would be alive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I think, honestly, I think it's okay at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not mad that Carl's dead. I'm just saying that I think that this was their way of justifying it. So far. Yeah. Yeah. 
And I, and I think and I think it's going to be interesting going forward to see what happens. So, obviously in the comics, uh, Negan and Carl have a really weird relationship, um, and it's going to be interesting to see how that works. Um, so let's jump to the. I I guess we'll just jump to the ending, where Maggie, very upset that Rick did not kill Negan. Rightfully so, sure. If it if it was if it was the twenty to twenty eight days that were described, that makes sense. Everyone everyone is saying it's twenty to twenty eight days. I think it's confirmed by The Walking Dead, which means that it's not the storytelling that's a problem; it's the execution. But anyway, that's a different subject. Yeah. But, um, um, <clears throat> so Maggie's basically devising a plan that obviously she wants to take out Negan and take charge, and Jesus is basically listening to her. And Daryl comes out of nowhere like, "Hey, grunt, <laughs> Daryl." <laughs> um, Daryl kill Rick too. <laughs> so uh, we got we got a little I, bit of a. I have a sneaking suspicion for our next season. Okay. Um, Go for it. Uh, I don't think Jesus is in with Daryl and Maggie. I think he's gonna tell Rick what's coming. See, I'm with you because I like listen to it, the episode. Him him being there. Nothing with him being there with in the room with Maggie made any sense to me. So, and that's the thing, like, so he's obviously just listening to Maggie because Maggie's been in charge over there for a while. And I think, like, at first, like, the whole internet went a storm because I said the same thing. I'm like, why is Jesus like, whoa, 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 Morgan, we don't have to kill people. And then Maggie's like, we got to kill Negan. And Jesus is like, yeah, boss. Um, <clears throat> so I think. I think for, I have a funny feeling our return is going to be Maggie and Daryl are our villains. So, and that's the thing, too, and you look at it, and you're like, okay, so I was, like, I was pulling clips and stuff yesterday and today, and uh, I was like, oh, my God, like, maybe Jesus actually isn't in on this, because he, the words he said were, like, basically, like, hey, what do you mean? What do we need to do? And she explains what they need to do. He doesn't say anything. That's when Daryl comes in and goes, grunt. Grunt. And, uh. I got a crossbow. So we don't, we don't even know. Like like you said, Lou, we don't know necessarily that he wants it, you know, to do right. this. And, so, and I would say this: um, her contract is now up. There's still no news on whether or not her contract has been renewed, and mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where Daryl's contract uh, is at the moment. <clears throat> but I really wouldn't be surprised if both of them are at the end of their contracts. And they probably just negotiate, yeah, we're going to throw you in three episodes next season. You're going to be the villain the beginning of the season, and then we're going to resolve it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I have a funny feeling that's what's coming. Yeah, it could be. I wonder, you know, I've seen um, a lot of articles out there about Maggie's contract. And, and again, you know, just like the TV ratings, this is the most I've ever cared about contracts, outside of the MCU, I guess. But um, when it comes to Maggie... I think that the negotiations she's doing and asking for fair pay is probably because you're right, Lou, she's going to play some sort of, you know, antagonist or at least be present for tension. And, and I think that's what the show goes into the next season. I don't think they make Maggie the villain per se, but I think the hilltop, like she says, we're going to bide our time. We're going to build up. And when the timing's right, we're going to pounce. And they don't say kill Rick. They definitely want to kill Negan. And they definitely want to show who's... We're going to show Rick and Michonne no, she who's boss. Implied, she implied that, like, in other words, Rick and Rick and them need to die. 
I, that I, was the vibe I got from it. And and you know what? I agree. Like it's a vibe they were definitely laying down because it was definitely shady. But we don't we don't absolutely know that. And I guess we always assume that death is involved because which is how it is. That's right? the show, right? And and I think that's what Rick is trying to show by creating the civilization. And we don't know what season nine holds. Um, so may, if there is a time jump, maybe it's more of the first three or four episodes are the time jump and it's just showing the tension that's been building as Maggie continues to hold a grudge and yeah. Hilltop builds up on its own and Alexandria that builds and, up. And that and... and the other thing they can always do mm-hmm. too, if they do a time jump that's five years or so, which is what I've heard the rumor is that they're going to jump a few years ahead. And if they do that, it would make sense if her contract is up for them to remove her right from the show, and they can te- they can outright say she made the attempt on Rick's life and to kill and to kill Negan, and she's now dead, and they de- and boom they can explain it in, in they can explain it without even showing her. Yeah, I, if I they think, really wanted to. I really hope they don't do that because I hope they don't either. But I, it's definitely something they could do. It's an option yeah. for them for sure. I guess. Well, they um. Yeah, so at least a lot of good speculation of uh, next season's Big Bad and what's going to happen. But before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about <clears throat> the end scene. Obviously, Negan getting told by you know Rick, like, hey, we're going to build a world, and people are going to see you, and they're going to know it's going to be different, and it's basically going to be, you know, and then it shows a young Carl and him walking around. and See, that was the part that irked me. I hate these flashback stuff that they do. I feel like it does nothing but pad their time. Yeah, it, it, it kind of does. I think this one was kind of more meaningful of him like writing the letter back to Carl and saying, I was o- like... I was okay with that, but they begin the episode with a clip of them yeah. walking down a road, and then they end with the same clip, and it was like, you can have Rick burying the letter and do the same thing. There's no reason to show the flashback with little Carl, except to remind us that Carl is dead, When we, which we I think... At this point, everybody everybody knows you're beating a dead horse at this point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I do like um, some of the stuff. I was okay with that one. I also liked when Rick shot the uh, that random piece of uh, stained glass artwork. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. I did enjoy like you, he shoots that. And you're like, oh, this is where it happens, you know. Um, <clears throat> so, and then obviously we have Morgan, but we're gonna talk about him in a minute here when we get into Fear of the Walking Dead. But uh, so overall. I think we're all on the same page. It wasn't like a super impactful episode, but we all think it was a good way to wrap up All Out War in this whole season, right? Like yeah. it, it, it kind of put an answer to most questions, and I think we're we're on the way to building something bigger. Now, everyone's saying the next big bad is the Whisperers. I don't think so. You guys think so? You don't think we're going to get them right away? I don't even think we get them. Really? You think it's going to be focused solely on Maggie, Daryl, Jesus drama? And then I think there'll be something else after. I think there's going to be a conflict with the group that gave them that book. Georgie or whatever her name was? Yeah. Miss I think I think they're going to Ms. skip the, I think they're going to skip the Whisperers altogether because I think their endgame is in sight. Yeah. I, 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 think, I think that this show is coming to an end. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to eventually. Here's my prediction, though. Three more years, I think they got. I think they could stretch it out three more years. 
12 seasons. No, I think they go two. I think they do nine, ten. Two's not they... bad either, though. Two's a good one. I mean, two, you would be able to tell if uh, they would have to start laying the groundwork for, mm-hmm. for an ultimate this conclusion, year, yeah. probably uh, second half of season nine. Um, and, if we, and if we don't start to see that, you're probably looking at a... Here's a crazy theory. Mm. So what if we get introduced to the people that brought them the book, right? They begin some kind of trading with them. And as much as they like Maggie, they get wind of Maggie's attempt to t- kill Negan and... Uh, they and 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 kill Rick, and they intervene, save Rick, kill Maggie in the first five or six episodes, as an attempt to show faith that they're trying to, their 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 intentions are good, and Rick takes it the opposite that it wasn't their job to kill kill her, and that leads to new tensions with our new our new group that we're trading with. Uh, maybe I think um. I, my personal theory is this. We're going to get some drama for the first half of the season. It's going to look like it's slowing down, but also speeding up, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think I agree. as tensions arise, that's when we're going to get our next big villain. And I think that's going to have to force the team to work together. Yeah, um, I think I think we're going to get a slow season, and I think that's what we need. Yeah, I, I think a, a little bit. And I wouldn't necessarily say slow, but I would say... A slow burn. Basically. Yeah, exactly. I think we're going to have to do a little bit of build-up, and all of a sudden... I mean, there's already hints. Uh, well, there's already hints in this episode of the next villain. And uh, I can explain that to you guys off the air, I guess. But <laughs> they're, they're already kind of hinting at it. With, and, like, you know, The Walking Dead always messes with us. You know what I mean? They always try and mess with us. So yeah, who, who knows to be sure, but... Yeah. There's there's a couple different directions the show could go in. Both I'd be completely fine with, but um, I think all in all we got a good wrap up to All Out War. Um, uh, I wanted to ask one question. Yeah. What did we think of the junk lady coming to join them? Makes well, sense. it's going to be the junk lady, Oceanside. I mean, I think we're right, going to get but, a whole. But, uh, yeah. but I I forgot all about her, and when the end of the episode when Morgan shows up and is like, "Hey, Rick said you can join the group." And she gives her real name, which we've never really been given. Yeah, and and she that mean and anything? she and I was like, and I was like, okay, so we know she's going to be a cast member next season. Okay, I think I think it's okay. I think we need to look, get a little bit more diversity. I think it's also giving us giving us a few more characters to try and I don't I don't want to say kill off, but a few more like kind of semi main characters that could that, that we they can humanize towards exactly us. Yeah. yeah and so I'm okay with it I I think um, obviously it's Rick basically turning a big stone and saying listen Carl was right like we we screwed up a lot and you know I I do got to say though that that scene with with um, Jeffrey D. Morgan and Andrew Lincoln where they're both kind of in tears was so powerful. <laughs> until Rick sliced his throat. Yeah, that's what caught uh, me off guard because they were like, oh, they're having a moment. And then out of nowhere, he just slits his throat. And I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? <laughs> like, yeah. we just... No, but my thought was, my thought was, as it's going on, it's, I'm like, I get what's going on here, but Rick, you better move quick because yeah. it's only going to take Negan a minute and then he's going to swing that bat. Yep. Yeah, it was funny too because, you know, you see it in Rick's, uh, Negan's face kind of like, oh my God, what are we doing here, you know? And, um... 
he, like when he starts playing with a tug string, like tugging the strings of uh, Carl on Negan, and you see Negan's kind of face, you're like, oh my god, Negan wants this war to be over too. And as a comic book reader, I was like, I wonder if they're gonna just have Negan be the one that, because obviously, if Negan's gonna be on the show next season, and they're gonna want to, if they're gonna want to progress his storyline the way that it's progressed in the comics, I mean, we all already like Negan. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I think we all like to hate him. So mm. I was I was honestly not sure which way they were going to go in that whole uh, that whole thing. It was it was interesting because I was like, oh my god, are they just going to give up? Is he just going to throw the bat down? And then I see Rick's face. I was like, nope. <laughs> but um, I don't know. It was interesting. Um, I'm okay with the ending. I'm okay with the the season. I don't I didn't hate it as much as most people did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to read you guys something real quick. And um, I'm going to say I called this one. Uh, Walking Dead Season 8 finale ratings lowest since Season 1. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> so um, Season 8 finale rose uh, week to week in the Nielsen ratings, but could not overcome the ratings decline. Um, the live and same-day numbers from Sunday averaged 3.4 rating in adults 18 to 49 and 7.9 million viewers. It's, approximately, it's up approximately 21% in the demo. And 18% in total viewers, but it's also down 37% and 30% total viewers from season seven finale last year. Um, so I think we talked about how we're going to hear about all these stories this whole week about how the ratings are low. But let's face it, there's still eight million people watching this show. <laughs> there is, and and I think, and I'm not going to say that that's a bad thing. But I also think that once the numbers start to go down like that, they don't go back up. It's That's, not can't yeah. It, so I think AMC is now going okay. We're starting to lose viewers, and even our season finales aren't drawing people back in. So it's now time to start planning our 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 walk away. So I think we get another season, maybe two, and then we're done. And that's why I don't think we get the whispers. I think that that's going to be too long a story arc, and I think they don't want to end it on something dark like that. Oh yeah. Well, just to give you guys some comparison from previous years, so season one had a 3.0 rating with six million viewers, right? Jump forward to season six, the one of the highest, 6.9 rating with 14.2 million viewers, and then season three which I thought was kind of weird, with 12 million viewers and a 6 rating, and then Season 7 with 11.3 and a 5.4 rating. So I think this happens with TV shows over time. You start to lose people. and you know, I, people, I, I, I agree. You, you know, you just go through the motions. But um, when it comes down to it, we'll never get to 14 million viewers again. But 8 million viewers is still 8 million viewers. It was the highest rated show. And not only that, but I was reading another thing, and it said... It was up against. Um, it was the highest rated program of the night. It was up against um, the interview with uh, former FBI director James Comey and the um, ACM Awards, the Country Music Awards. So it was still eight million viewers with all that going on, you know. Yeah. So it's still good. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying that it, the fact that it's not going, it, they're not going to get back up to fourteen. No, never. Do we, ever, do we ever stop to think that maybe... I, I understand that ratings are important. It's it's important to track that information to make business smart business decisions. But did we ever think that a technology invented 
at the inception of television may need to be thrown out and look to properly yeah. track how this works oh because... no I, I i don't i i don't disagree i'm just telling you that tv executives don't think like that oh they don't and that no, they're gonna no. look at it like that but i think the... net i think netflix thinks like that because they're a, a creature of the modern age yes. i don't think that um i don't think that uh tv executives think that way yeah, well, on the conversely, on the other side, um, Fear of the Walking Dead had both an uptake in uh, viewers and in um, ratings. So, good start for them in the fourth season, huh? Yeah. Well, I I think they had. I think that that was part of their plan with this combined. Mm-hmm. Uh, they need they they fear needed n- numbers. And bringing Morgan over is going to draw more people, and people are going to go, huh? Morgan's going to the other show. I want to see how this look turns out. Yeah, well, you know what? I think I think we've batted up on uh, <laughs> batted up on uh, the finale uh, long enough. You guys want to jump into the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead? Yeah, let's do uh, it. I think so. All right, let's do it. It was a fight with another group. It was a big, big group. We won, but you didn't stay. I already left. Sometimes when I leave before I leave, I don't know what I mean either. Um, what a weird but good premiere to Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, I liked the fact we got none of our heroes until the end. I like the fact that the crossover April Fool's joke was kind of legitimate at the end of it because everyone was in the episode. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I, I, I love it. So Morgan's basically left after the, the finale of The Walking Dead by saying, listen, I'm so screwed up. I'm out of here. I'm going to screw something up if I stay too long. And um, goes to the dump. Everyone tries to convince him to stay. They all talk to him. And uh, he just says, love you guys. Peace out. And um, has an awkward journey where he just randomly starts running. It almost reminded me of the Get Out movie. I don't know if you guys have seen that. It reminded me of Forrest Gump. I haven't seen Get Out. (laughs) So, uh, and then he he, uh, runs all the way to wherever he is. And uh, obviously it's a little more south because they got some cowboys going on over there, right? Um, So, Morgan leaves the group. He starts traveling. He finds one guy who's just being a complete douchebag, you know, um, which, you. yeah, like the guy's dying in a truck and Morgan's trying to help him. And he's like, leave me alone. And Morgan's like, all right, cool. Um, so <laughs> what is that guy's name from the dad there from Raising Hope? I think his uh, name was John. Was it, no, I meant in uh, real life. I don't know. I can't remember his name. It's the dad from but, Raising uh, Hope. It's also yeah, the Terminator yeah. from the Sarah Connor Chronicles. If, yeah. if you want to get accurate. That opening, that scene with him was hilarious. It was so good. I I was like kind of like giggling, laughing, but also just waiting for something to happen. And like when he kept talking and all of a sudden he's like, Bradipus. <laughs> I'm like, his name, is Garrett, his name is Garrett Dillahunt. Oh, yes. yes yeah. I was going to say Thank something you. along the Dillahunt line, but. But yeah, no, I was like, I'm watching this going, what is this show right now? You know, oh, and he's just. He's he like, was, I read books. Well, I he, watch movies. I, 
I, I'll be honest. When they showed his character in the trailers beforehand, they show him shooting people. And you never see the people that he's shooting. But they give you the impression that maybe he's, like, hunting somebody, like yeah. one of our heroes or something. And they give you the impression that he is, like, the villain of the, the season. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that when he's like, no, 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 let me make you dinner. I was like, oh, he's going to be a good guy. This well, is yeah. exciting. He's like righteously good, right? Like he, I have, a lot of, I have a lot of popcorn. Yeah, he's 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 yelling into the dark to say like, please spend time with me, and he, I don't know. It's just this is a world. <laughs> and he's yelling. I love the. Am I yelling too loud? I'm yelling too loud. <laughs> no, my my so favorite good. line is, "My name is John Dory, like a fish." <laughs> yeah, and, it, and was he, I was like. And I had to think about it for like a half a second, and I went, "Oh, yeah, Tori. Wow, that's a weird way to introduce yourself." Is he so, referencing right? Finding Nemo, or yeah? Okay, because yeah, so. I just watched Finding Dory with Caden. With I had not seen it before, and I was like, "Did he just reference a Pixar film? Can he do that?" It, it, it made the whole uh, the the whole episode like it set it up so perfectly because you're like, "This guy is a he's a clown." And then all of a sudden he shoots that walker like from like a hip fire, and I'm like, oh, he's a clown gunslinger. You know what I mean? Like this is even better. He reminds and, me of uh, Jesus a little bit when Jesus oh, was first introduced. Yeah, kind of where he's, but he's just such a knucklehead, and it's so funny because he's like, I'm watching the show going, oh my god, what is this show? And then Morgan's behind that walker, and um, I just I really enjoyed how how that all kind of came together and i and i like when um like when he so when him and morgan they meet up morgan goes to leave he gets kind of trapped and kidnapped and he's like i love how morgan's like yeah i'm all alone here and then this guy comes up and he shoots the gun out of this dude's hand and uh you're like okay this guy is definitely a shot right like you you just figure you're just like oh my god this guy can shoot anything he wants and then he's like, hey, I'm just here for my friend. And Morgan's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yep. He does that a couple times throughout the episode, yeah. like a lost puppy. And I and I love and I, that. Yeah, so and I, love, I also love the story about shooting your gun. <laughs> but it was uh, it was pretty interesting. I, I got to say, um, then we meet, uh, what's her face there? It's got the weird gun thing the in her giant lady. SUV. Yeah. The, the the daughter from Taken. Maggie Grace. Maggie Grace, yeah. Yes, thank you. Who well, also that, reminds or me of her character's character. name is Althea. Yeah, it reminds me of someone in the comics. Um, but I won't say anything. Mm-hmm. In case that crosses over again. Oh, but, you never um, know. She could come back and, and have a different name. You never know. Um, or I, she could just be for this season and she could be somebody that shows up in next season's Walking Dead. That's oh, my prediction. Who's but, to uh, say we don't get, you know, like you said, like Fear the Walking Dead, who's to say that this is this is a season that, in terms of airing, takes place before uh, The Walking Dead's return. So who's to say we don't just have The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, and it's just this... It could get a little silly as you go back and forth and, like, these people just happen to keep swapping. Mm-hmm. But, but Morgan yeah. being the connector, if we can believe that Morgan can just accidentally run into these these uh the the characters from this show um who's to say that he just doesn't become the connector and say like 
hey, if we're looking for a community, you know, I'm sure the one out east that I came from is still running. I can't go back, but maybe SWAT vehicle lady can go back, you know? Yeah. And, and that's, that's the connector that, you know, you can only do the accidentally running in, into each mm-hmm. other once, but now that you have Morgan there, you have that connection, and, and maybe we see this, an even larger world sprout out from the fact that Morgan has run into a uh, another area of, of good people. I don't know. And, I, I, and I, the other thing I want to say is is that this is also another very uneventful episode. Yes, yes it like, very much is. Like, but it, the, both of these episodes are very uneventful, but accomplish so much in not being eventful. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, this one, it really had nothing going on. I do like the fact that you are... You see that there's other bad people around all over the place, right? Like, it's not just the Rick's group that's dealing with it. There's bad people everywhere. There Um, is, but you also don't get the vibe that there's other savior-type groups running around. Correct, yeah, it's just smaller guys. The bad guys are a dozen guys that are working together because they got nothing else to to lose, you know what I mean? Or they're starving. So instead of trying to negotiate or do the right thing, they're, they're they're, they're turning into bandits. Yeah, exactly. And I like that idea. I like the fact that it's out there. I like how Morgan's like, he wants nothing but to just leave these guys. But he's like, I can't even walk. And this guy keeps following me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, Now, my other question is, when he was looking for that walker towards the end of the episode, where that looked like the guy that he killed, um... You know which one I'm talking about, where he had to see if it was the guy that he killed because he was still seeing things? Yeah. Was that him? No. Okay. I couldn't mm-hmm. tell if it, like, I couldn't tell by the reaction if it was him or if it wasn't. So, I, that's no, where I wasn't, was confused. It wasn't him, but it looked like it was a guy who may have been involved with that car and something had bit him. Oh, I see. Oh, you think it was the guy in the car? I think it was the guy that was sleeping in the back of the car or something. Oh, like for some reason, I thought it was the guy that he pushed up against the fence. Um, no. I didn't catch you know any what? of that. I, I I guess there was a weird, awkward pause with, with one of the walkers oh. showing up. but Also, how stupid was it? The, the guy is hanging off the side of the roof. Morgan gives you a hand and pulls you up, right? He's obviously going to do the right thing. And, he, and Morgan makes no attempt, no attempt to be physically hostile towards the guy. He yeah. rescues the guy. Like, and what does the guy do? Five seconds after Morgan rescues him, I'm going to kill you, buddy. Not and even then, five seconds. <laughs> it, it was like, wow, you're an idiot. Yeah. yeah. You, you, you see him and his karate moves and you decide, to, oh, I got him now. You know, it's uh, it. it I think the the show was playing up that group of bandits as kind of the idiot doobity doo bandits because mm-hmm. uh, they kind of get their they're introduced and resolved in this episode, which I think really lends itself to what we're talking <clears> about. <throat> it's an uneventful episode, but a lot happens. Yes. Uh, or there's a lot of progression, and we're introduced to these two new new characters. Um, which that have I no will connection. say right now, these two new characters are way more interesting than anybody else we've been introduced to in Fear the Walking Dead thus far. I, w- yeah, I would even go good. as far like to say them. better than maybe even The Walking Dead. Outside of Negan and Simon, um, these guys are really good. And and they're they're doing it slow. Like They introduce two characters. Um, and they're both interesting. And they're both well-developed, I felt. like they're, They both have stories. And you feel that through the acting 
and the props that they that they have at their disposal like you know um john the cowboy he talks about his guns have you seen someone with this gun like i need to find them or something and and you know, i got popcorn i used to work at a theater like you get all of that you get a lot of character from him because they yeah. don't overwhelm you with here's the new community of people who worship the dead and it's like here's 16 characters for you to know and love whereas here it's like nah just a cowboy who likes popcorn and he's going to try to invite you know someone in the wilderness to to join his uh his campfire like they (laughs) so good they're smart about it you know and and i think that this i think i this really gave me a feel for what their new showrunner and i think that we're really going to get something different this season with fear the walking dead yeah i am we have a showrunner with Walking Dead too coming back, right? So yeah, yeah. I I I think that they feel like they've hit a niche with um, the Walking Dead, like having characters that only like not only but have great one-liners that kind of make you laugh. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I think that I think that that's why they're kind of like playing this guy off like that a little bit. Like he's got those funny one-liners, you know. Because and, uh, it's one thing that Fear hasn't had. Yeah. Fear has not had a comic relief character in any way, shape, or form. It has been the serious of serious, even when we get into situations that are utterly ridiculous. Yeah. Right. So it, it's interesting. Um, and, you know, and the whole episode is just building up the, these guys. And Morgan finally opens up a little bit. He talks about where he came from. You know, he was in a big fight, and he's like, yeah, we won. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. He's talking about that. So we know right now that, it, you know, these these timelines are the same. So it's pretty interesting. And um, I I do like how at the very end, um, so you see What's-Her-Face. What's the character's name? I can't remember the daughter's <clears throat> name now. Oh, it's not Alicia. the daughter's Oh, Alicia? Alicia, yeah. So we, we see them. So you guys knew it was Alicia, like, right when they started coming up, right? I uh, had a funny feeling it was her. Uh, wasn't it the girlfriend? I'm tr- maybe I'm remembering. No, her. she stepped out from the side afterwards. Uh, yeah. So it was uh, Alicia in the road, and then she like put the knife up to uh, to what's her face, and then was like, then that's when Strand, the girlfriend, Ophelia or whatever, um, uh, and Str- uh, Strand Luciana, and Nick, it, Luciana, yeah. Strand Luciana, and Nick yeah. step, step out of the shadow. No. Yeah, that that was interesting. Do you think? Do you think they're bandits? Is that what they're trying to play it up as, or do you think they have history with the with the SWAT vehicle lady? No, I think they're bandits. Oh, uh, okay. I, hope. I think that oh, I not... think our next few episodes are going to play up that our heroes may have gone to the dark side, and it's going to be up to Morgan and 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 John Dory to kind of swing them. them back to swing them back to the light. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's the story we're gonna get. That and and that flies. I mean, that works for me. And I, I think I think that, it'll be interesting to see the next episode and how they kind of resolve it. Yeah. Well, we'll know like the, right away because I'm sure the next episode picks up right after. There's nowhere mm-hmm. else they can jump to. Yeah. But I also um, think it's interesting that they gave us four characters, and it's all four characters we know what aren't gonna die. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know that they're all listed for multiple episodes through this season. So they're not going to kill Nick. They're not going to kill Alicia because we already have seen clips of them in future episodes. And we've seen Victor in future episodes. And we've seen Luciana in future episodes. So none of them are going to be in risk of dying in this situation. 
And we've only we seen. Uh, we really seen Madison. No, she's still at the ball field or whatever. But uh, have we seen them interacting with with the characters that are introduced here? Because uh, I know Alicia was featured with another character. Um, yeah, Alicia is featured with the one that's going to be played by uh, Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like they're on the run from somebody. Yeah. So I have a funny feeling maybe we are going to get that those biker guys are still chasing them. Maybe they work yeah. for the bikers. Who knows? It'll, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I, I'm really – I like the premiere. I thought it was good. I thought it was, again, not too intense but good enough for – for a premiere, you know? It was definitely very different from what we've been getting from this show in the past. Mm-hmm. So I was really happy to see what we got. Yeah. Well, I hope it's I hope it continues uh, on this path of uh, goodness. Because I, 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 I want more. I would say, all in all, a good night for Walking Dead fans. I, I, would, I, I haven't seen a lot of outrage on Reddit. I haven't seen a lot of people going crazy you know some people of course were like oh man i can't um uh i can't i can't believe that you know this happened or that happened and but overall it seems like everyone's like yeah wasn't bad you know so and now we have the new showrunner really taking over on season nine who scott gimble was like yeah she's taking the show in a different direction so um i'm really excited to see Kind of where where we go from here. Season nine is gonna be the season to see where I think how long The Walking Dead goes for, right? Yeah, it'll illustrate the future for sure, and and uh, I I think we'll we'll know sooner rather than later as to as to what that is because we usually get a we get a trailer what San Diego Comic Con. So in the next three months, we'll get our first hint, and and I feel like. I don't know. I feel like they they would they're basically going to confirm the time jump at the San Diego Walking Dead panel. I would imagine. Yeah, I would say we probably only get a couple of years at the most, honestly. Yeah. But we'll find out. We yeah. will totally find out. Sooner well, later. I mean, we've been we've been talking about this for a while. I think we've had a pretty solid night here. Mm-hmm. Um, anything we were forgetting before we jump into the uh, the ending here? Uh, I don't think so. Just that. Uh... Uh... John the Cowboy's badass. Uh, I'm gonna definitely be pulling some clips from him for the future too. Which oh yeah, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah, I can't wait for that. So yeah, if you're the Walking Dead taking over our show, uh, we'll be talking about that every week. Um, if you guys, I wanted to hear what you guys thought about the finale and also the premiere and where you think the show's gonna go and who the next big baddie's gonna be. And Ryan mm. will tell you exactly how to do that. That is true. You can chat directly with the zamp crew over at the zamp discord bit.ly slash zamp discord join in on the conversation there's a spoilers channel there's a general chat and that's about it for now but hey join in and have a conversation we also want to thank the patrons patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast if you want to directly support the show that is the best spot for it also you can go to our website for all the fantastic links zombies ate my podcast.com make sure to email us your feedback on either the walking dead or Fear the Walking Dead, info at zombiesatemypodcast.com. You can follow the show on Twitter at Zombies Podcast. We're also at Facebook at <laughs> slash Zombies Ate My Podcast. I'm tired. I don't know. Uh, you can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm at R. Murphy. Lou is at Busy Zombie Lord. And Bob is at Bobbert F. Finally, a quick shout out to Joel Duggan for the artwork. You can check out his work over at joelduggan.com. 
Hadad.com. Thank you, Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Um, to surprise you guys with a little bit of, uh, you know, you you stuck it all the way through season eight of The Walking Dead, and you stuck it all the way through the end of this episode. I'm going to end it on something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, just be wary. It's not safe for work, but it's kind of funny, I think. And uh, Lou Page, any last words before we get into this thing? I want a sweet antique revolver, damn it. Yeah, be careful how you shoot that. Oh, okay, never mind. All right, thank you guys for listening, and enjoy your surprise. Surprise! Little pig, little pig, let me in. Hot, 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 hot. Kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Hot diggity da, hot diggity. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. What do we have here? This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Got my fingers crossed for a little freaking dinky. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Wow, one of my top guys. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Now look at him. Wow. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Oh my goodness. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Not making a decision is a big decision. Hot diggity hot diggity. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Hot diggity hot diggity. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. Hot diggity hot diggity. This kind of thing that just tickles my balls. That was awesome.